Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth, where we're exploring all sorts of business topics. Experts from around the world join me, your host, Diane Helbig, for a conversation where they share their expertise with all of you. Take what you need, when you need it. Featured on Inc.com, Forbes, and MSNBC's Your Business, this podcast is recognized as one of the best podcasts for small business, sales, leadership, social media, and more. When it comes to business, Accelerate Your Business Growth has got it covered. And now on with the show. My guest today is Pete Moore. Pete helps entrepreneurs transform their frustrations into freedoms by using a variety of frameworks that help them cut through the chaos and overwhelm of running a business. He's refined his tips, tools, and techniques within his own businesses and loves sharing them so others can live the life they deserve as business leaders. Thanks so much for joining me today, Pete. Diane, it's a pleasure. I'm looking forward to our conversation today. I am too, very much. And um, I, I really, you know, I want to cut to the chase because you've got these five P's of business and I want to make sure that we, you know, hit them. So <laughs> <laughs> let's rock and roll with the first one. What is awesome. the first one? Well, I'll, I'll outline the five first and then we can dig into them, you know? So okay. the five P's, you know, I call it turning your frustrations into freedoms and it's through these five P's or, you know, you own your business. It shouldn't own you. A lot of business owners are overwhelmed, overworked, all this kind of stuff. And if you structure these five P's in, in a way that makes sense, then it's going to relieve a lot of the frustration for not only for you as the owner uh, or manager of the business, but for your entire team. And that, so the five P's are understanding your promise, aligning your product, aligning your process, aligning your people to that promise so that you can enjoy the right amount of profit. So those are the five P's. Very interesting. Now I'm, I'm really curious about this promise. Mm. Who is the, who are you promising to? You're promising to everybody. Aha. You know, so the promise, basically it's, it starts with this idea, you know, when you're, when you're working your promise, it's like, what, you know, what's your client's problem? So there's another P, <laughs> but <laughs> what's your client's problem? And for you to understand truly what that is, is the most important piece for you to have a successful business. Because when you understand what problem they're facing, because everybody buys a better life. Doesn't matter when you're ready to put your money down, whether you're buying a steak for supper or whether you're buying, you know, uh, gym uh, memberships and you're, you're, you're pumping weights to look better, you know, everybody's buying or whether you're buying your next vacation because you want the, the freedom of going away. Uh, it doesn't matter. You know, you're always buying a better future. So understanding what the problem is that you can address, you can uniquely address Okay. So that that person can live a better life. That's the prop. That's, that's the whole premise here of what we're trying to do with your business. And a lot of people, especially through the last couple of years, have had to rejig their business. They've had to re, you know, hone some different things and change some things around. And they've lost sight of maybe the promise or they haven't updated their promise 
to the new reality of what they're doing with their businesses. So it's like this gut check of going back and understanding your promise, really understanding Am I still addressing the problems for those of us that have been in business for a while? Am I still addressing the problem that we originally had or has it changed? And have I changed and aligned the product, the process and the people in order to give that customer a better life? Because all of these other things have to align with that. And if that's, that's where we start. And if that's out of alignment, then that's a big problem. And that's the the clients that I'm working with, the entrepreneurs that I'm working with are going back and reassessing some of that. And not, I'm not thinking, you know, not saying they have to make wholesale changes. They don't, but they have to do some tweaking quite often in order to accommodate for um, things that have changed over the last few years. Oh, for sure. I mean, that was going to be one of my questions, actually. What have you noticed that is different, you know, since the pandemic, if yeah. anything. Oh my gosh. Like, um, so I, I, I'm a retail uh, owner as well. So we own some shoe stores. So much has changed there. I mean, I, I do a lot of coaching. I spend most of my time coaching, but we still own Shootopia here in Canada, a couple of shoe stores. And so much has changed there. It doesn't matter what industry so many different things on how we deliver our goods and service, what's being delivered to us as far as, as far as that goes, the actual assortments of our products and services within our businesses. Just think of where you were in 2019, where you are now. And if you haven't, you know, aligned and manipulated a little bit around that promise, and if you haven't asked and listened to your customers, are those things that you were delivering back then still relevant today? then you've got some homework to do. And that's step one. That's where you start. And you're starting to work this up and you're starting to think, you know, we do need a little bit of work there. And well, don't just think about it, do it. Sit down, do the homework, align those different things so that we can start talking about what new products do we need to do? What new processes do we need to add? And what new people do we need to have on board in order to have a better business? Okay, so, um... Thank you for that. It seems to me that you're also making a promise to your people. Oh my gosh, for sure. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. So what does that look like? Well, I mean, we take it to the people portion. Um, you know, I divide people in three different segments. And, uh, you know, I, I look at that and say, okay, well, we've got, um, we've got our ideal customer. And I'm sure you know, everybody's done ideal customers and avatars and stuff like that as, as uh, sort of workouts and things like that. So working and understanding who your ideal customer is, because that may have changed over the last little while too. And who the other people, uh, the other two components, one is your ideal team member. Who's the ideal team member to help you deliver your promise, right? And understanding that, who's the best ever team member you've ever had, right? Write it down, you know, on a sheet of paper, take a vertical line and just uh, your worst ever team member, your best ever team member, just brainstorm those things down so that it gives you the alignment that you need for your next hire, for the next people, for all, like, how are those people delivering the promise? Because if they're not delivering the promise in unique, in a unique way, then that's, there's room for improvement there. 
right? So when we look at our team, and then we do it with all of our outsourced suppliers too. So in my case with shoe stores, we have wholesalers, we have all the different brands, we have all the different, you know, I have people that help me with our marketing, I have people, all sorts of different outsource. Are they in alignment with your promise? So when your promise is communicated, that's your job as the leader, by the way, when your promise is communicated to all of those people, your clients, your team, and all of the people that help deliver your promise, then things really start coming together because by communicating that you either attract or repel and both are good. It's good to attract the right kind of people that want to help you with your promise, deliver that, but it's also okay to repel those that don't. Right. Right. I love that. I've never really thought about it that way. You know, the, the ideal team member in the same way as, as the ideal client that, that, that is great. I, I, Really, I think Thanks. that is key. And and then look at all your suppliers. <laughs> yeah. See, and scorecard them. Either. Yeah. Scorecard them. Who's your best ever supplier? Who's your worst yeah. ever supplier? Why are they your worst ever supplier? Why do you hate dealing with them, but you kind of still do anyway? Why yeah. do you love dealing with them, even if they aren't providing you with a whole bunch of stuff? But I just love dealing with these guys. They're just a great. So understand what those things are so that when you're looking for your next supplier, you can interview them for what you love about them and what you hate about them so that you're going to understand whether or not you want to do business and how they can be a piece of delivering your promise. Welcome change agents to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change Podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts. My name is Cindy Burnett, and each week I interview at least two traditionally published authors on my podcast, Thoughts from a Page. We talk spoiler-free about their books, so you can listen whether you have read the book or not. And then we delve into things that you most likely won't hear about anywhere else. The importance of the cover design, why they included various aspects of the story, personal details about both the books and the author's lives, and so much more. You can find the podcast on every major platform and learn more about it on my website, thoughtsfromapage.com. Thanks so much for checking it out. Yeah, and I really enjoy this idea of alignment, that all of these things have to be in alignment with the promise in order to hit the fifth P, which is profit. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Can you yeah. go into a little more detail about that? Sure. Sure. I mean, we kind of over, over stopped or overlooked the, the product in the process, which are also very important pieces, but going into the profit as the owner of the business, we get in, we get in business to have a better life. Right. I mean, that, that was our decision. When we, when we started the business, it's like, I didn't just start the business to have a job. I started the business because I thought that there would be a better life ahead of me if I had and ran my own business. And from that perspective, a lot of business owners, you know, five, 10 years go by and they look back and they're like, 
I'm still working 70 hours a week. I'm still slugging it out. I'm still doing all this stuff. I, I, I feel the weight on my shoulders. I'm more frustrated than ever. Why, you know, like this kind of thing, right? And if that's the way you feel, this kind of work and working through this kind of strategy is going to free you up through some of those things because you go back to when you started your business. That's where you start. You go back to where you started your business. And I've created a, a one-page planner for entrepreneurs that I'm happy to share with anybody. It's free. Um, and But it's a series of PDFs, basically, that, um, that sort of guide you through this idea of what do you want out of life? Because everything I do with simplifying entrepreneurship is to support the entrepreneur to give them the life that they want to live. And that's why we started the business because we wanted a better life. We wanted the freedoms of what business ownership um, was all about. At least that's what we thought. And then five, 10 years go by and we haven't had a chance to go back and think about that. And it's like, Hey, you know what? There's a reason why you did this. So let's get to it. And, and, you know, whether the time has gone by or not, there's never a better time to start than now. So when you take the profit, you look at the profit and you say, okay, well, what do I want more of? Do I want more time? Which means I need to have more people help out and take over some of my load, which is a big piece of the puzzle. Do I want better relationships with my family, with my spouse, with my friends, with my, you know, anybody because a lot of times relationships erode for a lot of uh, entrepreneurs because they just feel the power and, and necessity and need to be more involved with their business than they do with the people they love. And, you know, whether it's your health, the health is the other one. It's like, if we aren't healthy, both physically and mentally, we can't run a good business. So how much time are you devoting to your health so that you can be mentally and physically healthy so that you can lead a better business to give you more profit so you can have more freedom? You see how it all connects? Yeah. yeah. And I love this whole idea of um, a better life because you said before when you were talking about you know, the promise, yeah. that, that right? And then it comes back around to for yourself. So um, this is so this whole thing is so interesting for me. So let's go back to product. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So wh what, what is that all about? <laughs> well, it's all, whether it's product or service, I mean, service starts with an S, so oh, I use sure. product, but uh, basically when you get down, it doesn't matter whether, what you do, but are your current products, especially for people who have been in business for a while, are your current products actually delivering your promise? Or are they just products or services because they always have been? We've always just done this. It's something we've always done. But if your promise has changed and your people, your, your clients have changed and their wants have changed, why are you still delivering that same product? Why are you still delivering that same service? So a lot of times we look at your, your offering, um, you know, one of the things that I do is go in and we look at your offering of your products and services. And it's like, okay, what's core? Take that 80% that's core, scave, you know, just carve off that 10% that is no longer relative. And often those are ones that are, are you know, established products that they've been doing forever and they think they can't get rid of, but in, in fact, it's holding them back. And, uh -huh. we're, and then the job from the leader's perspective is always be looking for that 10 to 20% of things that are new, that are more aligned with the product, right? Or promise. Yeah. And so we're honing down that 80%. 
and really making it easier to deliver. We're making it faster, cheaper, and better for our clients. We're looking for the new stuff and we're continuously carving off the stuff that's no longer relevant. And this is one of the key areas that I think is really important is that carving off. Because a lot of people aren't carving off the stuff that's no longer relevant. It's either not profitable, it's taking too much of their, their personal time or their team's time. It's, it, the clients just don't want it anymore. So I totally agree with you. And, and what is your sense of, you know, other than just not paying attention to it, but um, why owners and, you know, leaders don't take the time to carve off? What, what's going on there? Well, first of all, a lot of them are, are mired down in the fires and frustrations of day-to-day ah. -day activity. Yeah. They don't actually spend time to work on their business. Yeah. They're working in their business every day. And that's, that's everything I do is taking you out of the frustrations of the day-to-day -day fires and right. putting in these systems and processes and things in place so that you can enjoy a better life. And, you know, why don't they? Because they don't actually give themselves time. They don't know how to time manage. They don't slot themselves time to work on their business and look at some of these strategic things that are going to help propel them for a better future. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think any of them are, um, well, I, I was going to ask, like, do you think any of them are afraid to let go of a product or service, or maybe sure. they haven't quite realized that it isn't valuable anymore. Yeah. Or they haven't done their homework on the product because uh -huh. they, they just assume that it's, you know, it's, we've always done it and, right. but they haven't dug down into the financial side of things, right. into the time side of things, into the cost side of things yeah. to really see whether it's actually providing, not only providing you, the business owner with what you need, yeah. but your clients with what you need. Exactly. And, you know, they, they just say, well, it's always been that way. It's always, we've always done that, you know, and that's what I hear the most often. And it's like, well, who cares? Who cares if you always done it, if it's not relevant and if it doesn't make you any money and yeah. you don't, it's not bringing in new clients and it's not like, so why are we doing this? Right. Cause people get personal attachment to things that in particular that they've launched themselves mm -hmm. down in the past. And you just feel this this personal attachment as a business owner, like it's your baby, right? But yep. sometimes we just have to disconnect with those because it's just no longer relevant. And I'm not saying we need to do this with all of our products, Diane. That's, no. not, the, that's not the point. Yeah. I'm talking about like 10% type thing, yeah. right? Uh, and, and sometimes it's just a really big thing. And then you start adding and adding and adding and adding. You've got this great big war chest of all these products and services, but really the clients are only using, you know, um, four or five of them, let's say that are, are truly relevant. And you've got, you're spending just as much time with all these other ones and they're not giving you back what you need for your business. So it's time to free yourself <laughs> and that's, let go. That's yeah, I know. Right. That, that's yeah. what I really like about profit being one of the P's because so many yeah. business, I think so many business leaders focus so much on revenue mm that they forget that yeah. it's really profit. It, it's mm. not revenue, right? Because no. because no. all kinds of revenue can come in, but if your costs are too high, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. And costs are spiraling right now, right? Yes, they're, they they're, they're going crazy. So yes. when we look at that, that portion of the five Ps, it's very relevant right now. 
Yeah. It's very relevant to dig back down and, and understand and really do a deep dive into your product and service offering and understand whether or not your added, your added labor costs, your added, you know, um, transportation costs and all these other things, whether you can charge enough to make it worthwhile with the profit margins that are allowed within your industry in order to um, make it a good thing for you. I mean, you're a business owner. You need to make these decisions for your business in order for it to survive and thrive. Yep, absolutely. So let's talk about process. Mm. That's yeah. that would technically be the fifth. I mean, I know it's you know what fourth, the third one. Yeah, the third, right? Yeah. yeah. So go for it. So process. Um, so so important. And again, you know, with most of the uh, clients that I work with, small to business, small to sort of medium business owners, um, they most of their process, and I know we're not doing video, but most of their process, I'm pointing to my bald head, uh, are in <laughs> are in the owner's heads. Well, that's not helping. Ooh. The process has to come out. And one of my coaches along the way, Ari Mizell, calls it an external brain. You have to take it out of your brain and put it into the external brain, which I like that concept. And that external yeah. brain is put it on video, put it in a manual, put it like put it wherever you need to put it that anyone can access the process. And think of all the processes in your business. Oh my gosh. I mean, your lead generation, your sales process, your financial processes, your hiring and firing, your marketing. I mean, all these different things, they all have processes. And until you refine those processes, first of all, you've got to get them out of your head and into some sort of format that's understandable right. for others. But once you refine those, and then here's the key piece, assign accountability. Ooh, wait, what? <laughs> go figure right you're assigning accountability to those pro you can't assign a you can't expect proper accountability if you don't have good process yeah yeah right it's crazy to me how many uh business leaders don't do both of those things right i mean i love process and structure because yeah. it how it, it it can prevent so many uh problems from mm. from happening um yeah. And it is um, always amazing to me how many people don't. And I think part of it is they start and maybe they're on their own or they have one other, two other people and everyone knows what to do. Mm. And then they just start growing. Yeah. And before they know it, they've grown, grown past that, but they haven't put the steps in place to make sure anybody could pick it up and, and run with whatever you know, the, the function is. Things really start falling down when that happens. I'm deal yeah. I have a client right now that's dealing with that, um, who has grown exponentially and it's, you know, they're really having some issues right now, uh, losing people because there's not alignment and, you know, accountability is sort of uh, a little bit off and, and, you know, accountability has been assigned without process. Ooh. And, and now there's, and now there's sort of like, well, you should know how to do this. I hired you and you said you knew how to do this kind of thing. Um, but you know what, that, uh, that's not the way, uh, you know, and you will lose people with that kind of stuff. You have yeah. to, you have to, and that's why from my side of thing process, you know, we kind of have it sort of before people on that, because mm -hmm. you need to understand what the processes are so that mm -hmm. you can assign the right accountability person, because you'll never free yourself up if you don't have accountabilities underneath you that are taking over some of these things that are causing you the frustration. Boy, that is key. Thank you so much for, for talking about that. I, I think that 
is is really so critically important. And and for me, it circles then back to the promise that you are making to your people, right? Yeah. So so to have accountability without process, it is not meeting any sort of promise. I'll I'll share one other little great acronym, um, which was taught to me by uh, one of my coaches along the way, and it's called the for the word system system or process, right? But the word system, and here's the acronym, a system should save you stress, time, energy, and money. So what should a system do? It should save you stress, time, energy, and money. And so whether (laughs) it's a process or a system, that's what we're talking about. And that's the power of what it can do. Wow. I love that. I'd never Mm -hmm. heard that before. That that is really great. Wow. Boy, Pete, I, I love these five P's. I think this Thank is you. great. And, and I appreciate you sharing them um, with the listeners. Will you also share, you know, how they can find you, what's going on with the book, you know, sure. everything you think they should know, please. <laughs> well, I'm hoping to launch the book um, in the fall. So right. um, that's that's kind of where that's going. You can catch me. I'm, I'm most active on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. So Pete Moore, M-O-H-R. My website is more.coach, so M-O-H-R dot C-O-A-C-H. And uh, if you'd like to download the one-page planner that we talked about earlier too, uh, you can download that at my website. So just go to uh, more.coach. And uh, actually, that one is, um, we can send the link in the the thing, but it's at simplifying entrepreneurship forward slash, which is the same as as, uh, more.coach, but simplifying entrepreneurship forward slash planner. Great. Yeah. Send me that. Uh, I will shoot me that link. Okay. Yeah. I'll make sure it's in the show notes. Yeah. So, both of them. So awesome. Well, my gosh, thank you. As I said so much for spending this time with us. I, I so appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, Diane. Absolutely. And listeners, thank you. You are who we're doing this for. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Discover more episodes of this podcast and explore others at evergreenpodcast.com. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And if you're looking to get your sales strategy headed in the right direction, pick up a copy of Succeed Without Selling on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. Imagine how fast we could solve the world's biggest problems if more SaaS startups would gain traction sooner. Welcome to the Tech Entrepreneur on a Mission podcast. This podcast is dedicated to sharing experiences from B2B SaaS CEOs who are going above and beyond to deliver change that is noticed. You will hear their secrets and learn what is required to build a SaaS business that the world starts talking about and keeps talking about, and how to overcome the roadblocks to do so.